Welcome to Bible Chicks, women who are normally just as is, but we're at our supernatural best when we choose to read, believe, and live out God's Word, whatever's going on in our lives. So get ready to laugh with us and be blessed as you hear our unique stories and inspiring music. Thanks for joining us. It's going to be good. Reading, believing, living His Word. Praying, never receiving all the truth that we've heard. Loving and growing and hoping our faith is showing. Don't you know we're Bible Chicks? Hi, I'm Carol Brewer, and welcome to Bible Chicks. We're women, we're imperfect, but we're following a perfect Savior. And today I have a special guest, Karen Penfold, and she's a speaker, a blogger, and has an incredible story. Can't wait to hear it. But first, we're going to celebrate the Lord with a song that I'm going to share with you, one I wrote a few years back called Celebration Song. wonderful day and a wonderful time that we're going to have right now with Karen Penfold. Welcome, and so glad you could join us. Thank you. Great to be here. 
thanks. You know, you have a lot to share. And But I, before I get into this compelling story that I was talking about, first, I wanted to just find a little bit about you. Were you raised in a church, or how did you happen to come to know the Lord? Well, you know, we really were not a church-going family. We were the type of family that went to church on Easter morning and Christmas Eve. And oh, it was we like, have that was, in common. Yeah, it okay. was a it was a traditional thing that we did. I believed in God, but um, it didn't go much further than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we have that in common too. Yeah. Yeah, we just, you know, I, I tell people that I didn't know anything about the New Testament. I thought the whole book was old, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, that's kind of how I, what I knew about the Bible. And so, here I am with Bible chicks. There's no better group of women to be with, that's mm-hmm. for sure. So, okay, so you kind of had that background. So, as um, when did you start thinking about, I don't know, just... What? Seeking, what were you? What drew you to well, know, you know more I about? I remember I had a, I did have a Bible that I think was my my dad's at one point, and it was a King James, and I would try to read it as a child, but I it was just so that that translation was so difficult for me to understand. But I do remember keeping it by my bedside. The these and the thous and the yes. Elizabethan, you know, unless you're really into some of the um, all that, those it Henry VIII and I all this, know, it's kind of like I didn't know what was going on. How do we relate to this? Yeah. yeah. But you know, I I felt this. I had a wonderful childhood growing up, but I do remember feeling an emptiness inside of me, um, something that just didn't seem quite right mm-hmm. all the time. And um, as I grew into a, a young mother, a young married, um, there was a situation with my, within my family. My, my dad developed um, very serious mental illness, and mm-hmm. he was um, actually suicidal. And I found that as the calls came from my mother, they were constant sort of um, traumatic crisis phone calls. I found myself just... Um, down on the floor, crying out to God, saying, please, please help him. Please help me. But I didn't know this God that I was crying out to, so it really didn't bring me very much um, solace. But I was searching. I was looking, and I was needing something very badly at that time in my life. Well, you know, God says when we seek Him, you know, we'll mm-hmm. find Him. So, and it's all in His perfect timing. And, and so, you were married, mm-hmm. uh, young married, and uh, you have children? Yes, we do. We have two grown boys. They're um, 20 and 24, and um, we couldn't be more proud of them. We are, so, we are just so blessed with them, and they both are following the Lord, which is such, um, I just, I, I, it's, a, it's an answer to prayer, and, it, yeah. and it's, and it's um, just a testament to um, a good God and the wonderful things He's done in my life since I've come to know Him. Well, was it maybe when you had, when they were young or something, is that where you sort of started turning or uh, going farther in your seeking of the Lord? Or what point was that? Well, I feel like I was always seeking, mm-hmm. Cause mm-hmm. I, and I always felt that I had this emptiness. And I and when I was a, um, a young mother, I had some women in my life that um, were very um, powerful, and they invited me to a Bible study fellowship, it was called, and they invited me for years and years and it was when my father was very ill, and I was um, also falling into a depression that I decided to finally go to this Bible study that right. I was invited to. And I thought, 
you know, who wants to go to Bible study? That doesn't sound <laughs> very exciting. Oh, um, homework. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm a grad of BSF also, yes, Bible I, Study Fellowship. Oh, it's wonderful. I right. mean, that, that is where I came to know the Lord. I, I, so I went to these, this class, and I just found this room full of women that were so loving and accepting. And um, I, just, I just ate it up, is yes. what I did. Yeah. I ate it up. And then it was while I was sitting at my kitchen table doing a lesson for the week, that I read in 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 Romans that um, even that uh, oh I'm sorry I just I just forgot I just forgot the verse um, that um, it is through faith um, that we believe and it is through that faith that we can have peace mm-hmm. and that's when I finally understood this that that hole that I've had in my soul this whole time growing up could be filled by God's peace and all I needed to do was believe. Yes, that truth. And you know, we as far as being able to, we get we have wonderful scriptures that we love and everything. But once in a while, you know, we won't exactly remember them. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a it's the Bible's got sixty six books, mm-hmm. so you know it's okay. And we and that recall, we can come back. So it's not, you know, we're not perfect. Mm-hmm. We don't readily all the time can just you know quote the the scripture that we love or that's right on there but one thing that we do are able to do is we can go right back to the word because it's so prevalent you know mm-hmm. on the computer and in our tablets and phones and everywhere so we can go back to that spot and find it real quick yes. if we're not sure yes, we can. and isn't that wonderful to you know just to have that access here and that freedom in our country that we have mm-hmm. a freedom to to read God's word, you know, just the freedom. But you know, that is just incredible that you have so much to celebrate with all that God has done up to that point, but between 2009 and 2010 y- you had a big surprise and what was that? I did. Um after a routine mammogram, I was called back to have some more testing done and within a few days and several more tests, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Right, and so because of that, then you needed to, you know, they recommended that that uh, horrible word, chemo, mm-hmm. chemotherapy, and you had to endure that for how many months then? Well, um, I had two surgeries to, to remove the tumor. Um, I was hoping to have to be able to forego um, a mastectomy, so I had two lumpectomies trying to get Right. All of the tumor, but they never got clear margins, um, and I finally was persuaded that the mastectomy is what I needed to do. Yeah, and I, I had a, a an, an aggressive form of breast cancer. It's called triple negative, and um, so I was uh, put on a chemo regimen for four months, and and then you. You know that after the four months, then you they said you know that that they'd gotten it all, and mm-hmm. that was the result of that. So being the active person that you do, I know I was reading that you garden, you hike, you do yoga, mm-hmm. you speak, and and all the things that you're doing. So you went down to Yosemite, and what did you do? I climbed to the very tip top of Half Dome in Yosemite National Park with a group of women that I called my pink hiker chicks. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay. There was about 20 something of us and um it was an it was an amazing uh, victory climb and we were just celebrating my victory over breast cancer and they were celebrating with me 
And you had a pink a piece of chalk with you. What did, did you do with that piece of chalk? Well, as we were climbing up the, the mountains, we were leaving encouraging messages for people on the rocks, the granite. Keep going. You can do it. And this, and then when I got, though, to the very top of Half Dome after doing that final climb where you're hanging on to the, this, um, not really a rope, but um, something ne- next to the granite to get you up the very top. Now, you didn't climb up the face. You went up a no, trail on the up side. Trail, okay. but the, the very last part is very, very steep. And you do need to be hanging on to these cables as you are climbing up to make it to the very top. Once I got up there after we did a lot of high-fiving and, mm. and uh, celebrating, I found a, a smooth piece of granite, and I took out that pink chalk, and I wrote, Breast cancer sucks. God still rocks. I hope that lasted. <laughs> I hope that chalk was, uh, you know, rainproof and yeah. lasted there for a long time. Wonderful message. And then, you know, you have a mantra that you were kind of saying, you know, a phrase that you say over and over in your mind. And was it was, what was that? I Tell choose me. hope. I choose hope. And it's a choice. It is a choice. It's a choice to, and, and the hope that you found and the reason that you felt that you could choose it. Why was that? Why did, why did you think that you had the option of choosing hope? I mean, what, what was your hope? My hope is the Lord. Yeah. And um, the word hope came to me, it just came to me very early on when I was diagnosed. And His presence became more and more and more real to me as I went into my treatments and was going through what it, you know, trying to wrap my brain around what it means to have breast cancer and to fight it. And he was so close and dear and sweet. I, um, wow, he equipped you because in 2011, after your mountaintop experience, it crashed again. It did. And, and just tell us a little bit about that. Well, I wasn't even a year out from my breast cancer treatments and I, I felt a lump under my armpit. I ignored it for a couple of days, and then I called my my surgeon, and she wanted me to come in. And uh, the last thing I wanted was any more surgery, but she um, kind of convinced me that um, to go ahead and take it out. As she likes to say, there's only one way to know whether it's cancer. Mm-hmm. has to take it out, yeah. send it to pathology. So we did that. Yeah, you did. I did. And you found it. And then it was just, you know, you got your news in Las Vegas. Well, I was um, actually in California. I was um, chick camping with a friend of mine. Okay. (laughs) Chick camping is when um, the husband goes up and um, backs in the camper and takes out all of the toys and the things and the things you ride on and makes a campfire. And then he leaves. Oh, wow. And And then the women come up and we... We camped there. <laughs> so I was there with a dear friend when I got the phone call. Okay. You got the phone call, and and it was that your cancer would come back. And then besides that, then you were in um, another thing right I after. Was. So that was when I was in Las Vegas, just days after learning the um, the news that I had can- cancer again. I was in a, a terrible car accident, and my pelvis was broken. Okay. So, you know, your cancer can't come back, you were in an automobile accident, and uh, you had more treatments and all this. So we're going to come back in a minute. We're going to find out 
how you survived all of that, how God got you through, and what a difference you're making in people's lives today. Attention event planners, Carol Brewer brings both the message and the music as she presents the King and I Women's Retreat. You'll deepen your walk with Jesus as you discover the heart-healing truths that establish your real identity as an heiress in His kingdom. Be refreshed and reassured in His presence and delight in singing His praises. Carol works closely with each event planner, ensuring a successful, life-transforming weekend away. Learn more at BibleChicks.com. Welcome back. We're here with Karen Penfold. And you know, Karen, you were talking about your message that you say or you're saying that keeps going over in your mind, and that was, I choose hope. Yes. And you have a chance to share that a lot these days with Stonecroft, and you're speaking for Tapestry and a lot of wonderful organizations where you're sharing this message. Yes. So can you just give us a little snippet of that wonderful presentation that you give when you have a chance to go to so many groups? Well, I, I talk about choosing hope over fear in all circumstances. And, of course, there are circumstances that I, that, um, I went through, breast cancer and, a, and a, a serious accident and breast cancer again. But whatever somebody's going through, uh, we always have a choice. We have a choice. We can choose hope over fear. And in my talks, I give some uh, practical information or practical experiences about how to choose hope over fear. And I use the acronym RISE. And um, R is for remember that we're not home yet. Okay. And I is ignore the noise of the world. You know, the noise of the world that says you don't deserve, you deserve to be happy. Um, we know that that's not truth. That's just noise. And uh, S is to stay in the present. We can choose to be present and uh, look around us and um, count our blessings. And it's really more than this, than that idea of counting your blessings. It's it's really choosing to be in the moment and to see um, and what God is doing for you and and the. The blessings that he has done in your life and then e is to enter into his presence mm. well let's go over those four let's talk a little bit about how we apply those to our lives so r is again remember that we're not home yet we're not home yet being home with the lord being in heaven is that's right heaven is our home right and so that's when we're home free free of all the you know things that we go through in this right. world i mean we're here and life is and and that's it's just life like my good friend says it's just life mm-hmm. and we and we have the good days and the bad days and the tough days and the yeah, easy days have, and we have the 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 hope of glory we have his hope in us while we're on this earth and to have the holy spirit in us and to that he gives us strength and power and comfort and then of course we have the ultimate hope of glory and that is um, our home is in heaven, and this is just temporary. It is. And that is the hope for so many people. I know my friend Johnny Erickson Tata, who's been in a wheelchair mm-hmm. for all these years, and that's her 
great hope. And I know she shared this before, many things before with with me and with so many, of course, through her radio program and all. But but one of the things that she said one time, she says, "When I get to heaven, I'm going to watch my wheelchair go straight to hell." <laughs> <I love that. laughs> you know, and it's it's true. All the that. The burdens mm-hmm. and the difficulties are going to just slough off, and we're going right. to be in renewed bodies. And no it's just more tears. No more tears, and we will not only be with Jesus, but our loved ones. Mm-hmm. And and since my parents have a past, and uh, going through a lot of their things after my parents have passed, it's been kind of interesting to see pictures of my relatives from a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I didn't know them, but it's going to, I'm thinking, wow, I'm going to get to see them in heaven. And won't that be just incredible? Because they look like really nice people. I go, they're my relatives. <laughs> so it's pretty neat. So we have so much to look forward to that eternal mm-hmm. joy of heaven. So that's part, that's a big part of rising above is being able to see the end, mm-hmm. uh, eternal end. So, okay, now I... I ignore the noise of the world. Ignore those those words that and thoughts that come into our mind that are not from the Lord. Right. And, and our society just um, has us thinking that we deserve, we deserve some sort of, you know, wonderful life. And that, um, that that's, you know, for ours. And if we're not getting that, then, then somehow something's wrong or that the Lord isn't good, and and God is good no matter what. I think society's pretty, in general, a lot of people are really confused what a wonderful life is. They might Mm -hmm. think a wonderful life is being able to go into a really expensive store and just, you know, spend and buy whatever whatever you want, or have that car, or have that job, or whatever. That that could be, in in someone's mind, a wonderful life. And those are things that God can bless us with, Mm -hmm. uh, but that doesn't, if you look at people with a lot of people with those great cars and those great houses and those great clothes, somehow they just, uh, it comes up empty, doesn't Mm -hmm. it? For a lot of people, they're still not finding that satisfaction Mm -hmm. that we as Bible chicks, Christians, women who know the Lord, we are finding satisfaction even if we don't, if God isn't providing all those things all the time for us, I mean, we're, that's and even not, in the hard times, and right. there's 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 so much blessing that comes from hard times. He there are. He, he has us waste nothing. And the hard times is when we draw close to Him. Mm-hmm. Those quiet times when we're ill, lying flat on back, and it's that. You know, we can't do it in our own strength. Mm-hmm. We're recovering. We're healing. Mm-hmm. And then God just, His presence just ministers to us, and that peace that passes all understanding mm-hmm. will come. And that is priceless. Mm-hmm. Priceless. Mm-hmm. So, so I, and then we have S. Mm-hmm. Stay in the present. Stay in the present. Stay in the present. I would walk into the room where I was going to have chemo, and I would just make sure I noticed all of the the smiles on the nurses' faces and that I noticed um, everything around me that was, be it good or bad, I I recognized that there was a receptionist that always knew my name and always gave me a big smile when I came in. And I would look outside the window as I was getting the drips into my system, and mm-hmm. I would see the green trees and the wind blowing through it, and mm-hmm. I just chose to live in the present and enjoy what I could. 
And after that chemo treatment is done, I know my mom went through a lot of chemo. You also went through radiation, which mm-hmm. my father went through. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm kind of familiar with these things. I didn't have to endure it myself, but... Uh, there is an end to it, even mm-hmm. if you have to take the pump home and hang it on your bedpost and keep the chemo going for oh, two yeah, more I days. Had a calendar, or, or I would no, I would take the the paper um, bracelet mm-hmm. off of my hand from the infusion center, right? And I would tack it up on the wall in my office, and I knew that I had twelve of those to uh-huh. do. Okay. So when I tacked up that final one, I was done with my chemo. Yeah, there that is that time around anyway. Right. It's it's a commitment. Um, it takes a lot of bravery, and uh, I praise God for we when we have a good support team. And and I hope that anybody that's listening, if you're going through this, I certainly hope that you have a support team. And of course, in a good church, you know that you would find that mm-hmm. people that will come alongside Absolutely. and pray for you. And it, there's a huge void when you don't have that. Um, you may not have a large family or other people living in your area that can come and bring a meal over or help you or support you. Or oh, I, I felt like Jesus walked into my room every night when someone from the neighborhood or our church would come and bring us a hot meal. It was like Jesus was just walking in that room. I could just, I have chills right now just feeling the love that he poured on me through his people was just amazing. And the healthy people that are able to fix the meals Mm -hmm. and transport the meals and set them before a person that is going through grief or going through a health issue, um, that's a great blessing for the healthy Yeah, ones. I've been on that end, too. Yep. Yes, it is a blessing. So, we're, you know, God's people serving each other and all in God's timing. So, that's staying in the present. In other words, not looking at the past and dwelling on that. And we do look forward to the future, but staying in the present and... And, and not being fearful of the future. Which is, which is not an easy task in anybody's life, but mm-hmm. particularly when you um, battled breast cancer, to not fear, fear the future. Well, fear is numbing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It stifles us. It keeps us from doing what we're made to do and think the way we, you know, God made us to think. So it's not from the Lord, that no. fear. It's um, that acronym. I think it came out of Bible Study Fellowship. Maybe that false evidence appearing real yes. fear. Yeah. You know, so often not even real that we're afraid of. We don't even. It's something that we imagine or guess sometimes, and so that is very stifling. And that's not from the Lord. I know that for certain in my life. So we have R I S E. Enter into His presence. Into His presence. You know, everybody has a, their own way, um, whether it's listening to worship music or, or worshiping themselves or walking through beautiful nature or reading devotionals. But, you know, we have so many opportunities where we can enter into His presence. And it's worship. It's worshiping God. It's, it's calling on His name. It's uh, such a release, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. You have a favorite uh, scripture that you wanted to share. I do. It's Romans fifteen thirteen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace so that you may overflow with hope um, by the power of the Holy Spirit. 
Ah, so key. Joy is, you know, without the joy, how can we do anything? It's our strength. It's, it's the way that we are able to function. So that's such an encouraging scripture that uh, the Apostle Paul has written to the Romans and um, many, many years ago, but it's alive and it's for us today, right? Mm-hmm. And so our joy and our strength is, is from the Lord. So say that one more time so we can just really um, absorb that, uh, really take in the truth of that important scripture to all of us. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And of course, it's by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so as you're um, we're closing here with and your incredible testimony and what a, you're now serving with Albi. Um, and, and tell me tell me again, I'll be, I'll aware. be aware is a local breast cancer foundation. I have the honor of working for them. I, I volunteered for them um, for many years. I wrote, raised money for them, and now I get to work with, with our executive director, Cindy Love, and we get to serve women in this area who need help now that are going through breast cancer or they um, have tests that, that they can't afford that can tell them that they don't have breast cancer or perhaps that they do. And they're, they're life-saving tests. My life was saved by a diagnostic test, and I want to make sure that all women have that opportunity. And if you would like to find out more, please go to allbeaware.org. That's A-L-B-I-E-A-W-A-R-E. Org and find out more. Thank you so much, Karen Penfold, for being here today Thank and you. for blessing so many people with your story. I know that um, our listeners were will make a difference in, in their lives. So thank you again. You're welcome. And if you'd like to find out more about Bible Chicks, make sure to visit us at BibleChicks.com. You're going to hear past programs that we've had and also have a chance to go to the websites of our wonderful speakers. And then make sure to join us at on Facebook at Bible Chicks with Carol. We look forward to seeing you there, too. And remember that in Him, we live, move, and have our being. God bless you, and see you next time. Believing, living His Word Praying, never receiving all the truth that we've heard Loving and growing and hoping our faith is shown